sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars, as if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Topanga Moon Podcast, your spiritual, moon-loving, desert-loving, cosmic podcast where we dive into all topics of spirituality, the cosmos, the universe, aliens from time to time, all that good stuff. So, how's everyone doing? Um, We are in December now. I mean, we're getting to the end of the year. It's crazy and amazing and beautiful and all of those things. I hope you've all been well and just really enjoying this time, getting ready for the winter solstice. That's going to be a big topic today on the podcast amongst other things. It's kind of one of those episodes where I dive into winter solstice, the new moon in Sagittarius eclipse is coming up, and some other topics that I've been really thinking about and just dissecting myself and experimenting with and all those things. So we're going to get into some fun very hippie, high vibe, (laughs) high vibe stuff today. (laughs) Because why not? I mean, this is the podcast for that. Um, How's everyone doing? I would love to hear from you how your like close to the end of year is going, what's been happening, any holiday plans. I'm currently in, back in Chafee's Lock, which is between Kingston and Ottawa, beautiful small little lake town. It was so great. I I went over to this place called Westport today and I picked up some beautiful holiday inspired decor so that I can do a little photo shoot that ties in with the winter solstice and the new moon and all those good things coming up. There's a lot happening in the cosmos as usual. But it was just so fun, like it just has such a small town feel, it's right on the water and cute little shops where you find unique little treasures that you would not find in big cities and it's just the type of place where like you go into every shop and they chat with you and they want to know about you and it's just small town lovely living. It kind of feels like if anyone here is Gilmore Girl fans, it kind of feels like the Star's Hollow. Except it doesn't have a Luke's Diner. So I feel like we need to bring a Luke's Diner to the area or something like that. Some sort of cafe and I will have everything that I need. <laughs> but it's like, you know, houses with big porches and all these old Victorians and farmhouses and farmland and then lakes. And just 
beautiful, I don't know, everything is just so beautiful and there's a gazebo and, you know, little country inns and just so cute. It's just the best. But it also has this very American feel. We're close to the border here and all of the cabins kind of have that upstate New York feeling to them. So a mix of things, but it's a really beautiful small lake town and I just am always so excited to be here. Like the other day I went for a walk down to the water and just looking at the little cabins and the you know Christmas decorations up. Um and it was just such a beautiful day, snow on the ground, beautiful walk to the water. It was just so picturesque and I loved it and it reminded me how much I love this area but also that I love this area in all times of the year like it's so beautiful here in the winter winter too and I think that's and it's also so slow and oh man just so much nature so much beauty so yeah that's what I'm doing this week before I head into um, my final job of the year on a film doing costumes final one of the year before this year end and I'm really excited about that but I wanted to share a podcast episode and really talk about some of the cosmic events happening before the end of the year um, how I'll be celebrating the rituals that I'll be doing and some of the things that I want to some of the lessons that I want to take into this coming new year and really starting to cultivate them now I am the type of person that would do like a New Year's resolution, um, celebrate New Year's, start things fresh on the New Year's, but I'm really feeling called to starting them now, starting to really dive into the energies of a new year right now and specifically going into the winter solstice and making that be the ritualistic point of a new year. And the themes and the feelings I've been having around this time um, is, has a lot to do with me wanting to kind of take some time away from Instagram or at least little breaks here and there, feeling like there's just so many energetics. And I think I talk about this a lot and just so much energy and attention that's being, you know, taken from us. Um, oh, I have this incense going right now and it's a I think it's like a desert inspired scent and it's really good and <laughs> I'm loving it but anyways I'll get back to what I was talking about so there's this feeling of so many different ideas voices I mean it's really the peak of the eclipses that we've been in, which is the Sagittarius Gemini and Gemini is all about communication and information. So we're in this, that season and which we're going to be leaving and moving into the eclipse season of uh, Scorpio and Taurus, which is my South node and North node, which I talked about on the last podcast. But this Gemini um, energy, and I am a Gemini, but there, it just seems to be so much information so many points of views, so much communication, so much people voicing their opinions and ideas and, you know, and there can be beautiful things from that and there can be 
difficult things from that. And it's all based off of perspective and how we utilize that energy. But whenever I go into these kind of social media platforms, it's like, I always have to like take things with a grain of salt and really be conscious of what am I consuming? What kind of energies am I consuming? Because what I'm finding is that the more that I tap into everyone else's energies, I'm losing or I'm forgetting the innate energetic expression of what I'm wanting to create. So that's kind of the topic that I want to start with is because I'm, I'm seeing a lot of stuff kind of out there in the ethos and in the ethers as actually, but it's all about this idea of rising above any of the fear, rising above any of the, the information to a place of what feels good for you, creating that love vibration for yourself, creating the future that you want to see, creating and remembering that we have this innate ability to create. So we, if, if it's true, if we are creating our, our reality or co-creating with the universe, you know, and the energies of the world, then how can we be really particular about where we place our energy, what energy we're bringing into our sphere, what are we attracting into our aura? And the more that I can become a clearer channel in my aura, the more that I can use my human design to attract, you know, more from the universe that I can respond to. I just become a clearer and clearer channel for the things that I want to see being created in the world. So it's it's kind of like rising above the the space, rising above all of the different energies and cultivating your own energy. So it's this, it's getting back to this like organic process, I would say, that's trying to emerge right now. So how are we getting back to the essence of what our soul came here to do, the things that we came here to explore, despite any kind of information that's being thrown at us? Because we can be consuming so much because we're so connected globally. We know everything that's happening all over the world. We know certain narratives or we're only being shown certain narratives. But I think it's so important to ground into what is now. So even when I was on that walk out to the water, I'm like, everything is beautiful right now. In this now moment, I can be creating the the beauty that I want to see and really enjoying this now moment and taking that in and not taking in, not checking my Instagram or, or seeing everything else that's happening, but really being particular. And um, I love this. It's from the four agreements, but it's being impeccable with your word. And I'm thinking that in terms of energy, being impeccable with your energy so what is it that you're taking in and what is it that you're emitting? Because we're all vibrating in a frequency in this consciousness. We are frequency. We are energy. So what energy are we emitting and what are we receiving? And we can be an active participant in that right now. And I think especially going into the holidays and 
this new year and this fresh energy and the new moon in Sagittarius, how can we be a part of that beautiful energetic exchange where we're really cultivating the now moment, what we want to see, how how we want to be embodied. And I think it can be really powerful and potent, especially when there's things you want to create or experience. And sometimes I hear people, you know, take even breaks from Instagram because they don't want to get involved or, or have their attention taken so much that they can't hear their own intuition or they can't be tied connected to their soul journey and what their soul journey is. So it's rising above the fear, stepping into love vibration and, and kind of co-creating that with that energy with that new frequency. So for me, that looks like doing meditations every single morning um, creating a year map, like a kind of like a manifestation map of things that I want to create for the next year for 2022 and to not, um, limit my dreams based off of what is being shown to me in this reality, but how can I create with the understanding of what's happening and every all the energetics going around, but not be attached to all of those possible outcomes. So this practice of non-attachment where we can be aware of things, but not be attached to the things or attached to the outcomes. And by doing this, we are creating what we want to see. We're bringing more love energy to the planet. We're bringing our gifts. We're on this journey and creating more and expanding more. And that is exactly what the universe and what we came here to do is to be expressions of God and expand and continuously create more because this is a universe of creation. We're constantly creating. Um, But tapping into the kind of love vibration energetics of that and it's been really cool to see how this has subtly come into my life now that I'm really kind of playing with my own energies filtering through anything that I'm receiving and being a steward and very conscious of my own energetic expression so how do I feel going into these kind of spaces where there is a lot of energy and how can I protect my energy and how can I cultivate what is feeling good for my own soul or for my own heart and being an example of that and essentially adding to the fabric of our conscious collective because we're all so connected. So it's not, you know, ignoring everything, but but seeing things, knowing things, but choosing love above all of it. And I've been seeing things subtly happening. So it's like um, just a very simple example. I needed to message something, somebody about a project and I had that thought in my mind. And then the next morning they sent me a message 
So it was like, okay, cool. Like I'm, it's either this dance of my intuition, knowing when things are happening or actually starting to co-create by subtly and slowly just kind of saying, oh, I have to do this. Or wouldn't it be nice if this happened? Or if I'm looking for something in the store, if I go out and look for something and it happens to be there, like these subtle ways that I'm co-creating with the universe by recognizing my own energetic expression and where my energies are kind of vibrating, I guess you would say. So the higher the vibration that I can hold, the more I can subtly understand what's coming in, what I'm creating, what I'm uh, intending. So the intentions that I'm creating and I'm seeing this kind of world in front of me start to be what I envision in my mind in really subtle, slow ways. But it's been really, really beautiful to experience that. To give an example, a clear example of everything that I just shared about, you know, staying in this love vibration, which is what I talk about a lot. <laughs> and um, I thought I would read this Navajo prayer that I found on the Mercado Sagrado Instagram. And I thought it like beautifully just shared this vision and the idea. So this is from that. You must keep your mind in the light. Make sure you are envisioning, envisioning potential success, whether it be health, wealth, or conflict resolution. Your inner force is strong and can see you through whatever trouble might be appearing. In fact, it might be so strong right now that you don't even see any trouble. All the better. Your state of high consciousness will automatically be resolving difficulties all around you without you even working at it. This is the strength of your bright inner vision. Let it continue to fill you with thoughts of love and beauty, and these vibrations will radiate from you quite naturally. This is a prayer of the Navajo people. Visualize and inwardly feel the beauty of life surrounding you as you say it. The more you radiate healing, the stronger your healing force will become. Walk in beauty. I will be happy forever. Nothing will hinder me. I walk with beauty before me. I walk with beauty behind me. I walk with beauty above me. I walk with beauty below me. I walk with beauty around me. My words are beautiful. And this all comes from Carol Bridges, the Medicine Woman Inner Guidebook, which is really beautiful. So I thought that was such a great example that kind of ties in my whole um, topic today, this idea of really being the cultivators of beauty and co-creating exactly what you want to envision and letting your happiness be a rebellion. I think that there's so many things and forces that want to make us not happy, but it is our birthright. It is exactly what we need to add to the fabric of all of the craziness that is happening around us. It's how do we find the happiness, be the happiness, bring more light, bring more loving energy, rise above it all, and share compassion, show compassion, and continue down our path. Because what we came here to share is exactly what the world needs. So I wanted to get into the new moon. 
So some ideas about this upcoming new moon that we have. And the new moon is going to be in Sagittarius on December 4th. And it is the last solar eclipse of the year in this Sag Gemini eclipse cycle. So this is the final one. I believe it started in May 2020. So this is a really exciting portal. This is a time of totally transforming into another cycle, the Scorpio Taurus cycle. And if you listen to my last podcast episode, I really went into the energetic um, kind of blueprint of the Scorpio and of the Taurus and what that means for the nodes. But going into this new cycle, we're leaving this old cycle that was really dominated by the ideas of the Sagittarius, um, which is focused on freedom and movement and um, being able to travel and all of those things. And then the Gemini, which is communication. um, And yeah, lots of communication coming together, the collective thoughts, ideas, all of those things. So it's kind of coming to a close with this solar eclipse, which is going to be a really powerful portal. New moon eclipses are seen as a chance to make positive changes. This is this one in the last month of the year would be the best to set your resolutions and treat it like a new year. This is a new moon. New moons are about um, just new energy and intention setting and moving through a portal of energy and getting so much more energy and starting a new cycle. So we have that, we have the solar eclipse, and we have that this is the last new moon of the year. So this would be a beautiful time to start your resolutions, what, how you want to show up in the world, the changes you want to make for the new year. And start to create, and what I'm going to do is create my own little manifestation map for the next year. So all the things that I feasibly would want to create for my next year and the things that I continuously am cultivating and manifesting from this past year and just continuing that. Um, The things that I want to let go of for good and all of those beautiful things that we do on a new moon. And we can do that in a new moon ritual. So... For me, new moon rituals are about intention setting. So that's when I really write down my list. Um, Or for this, I'm kind of creating it as like a map. And just lighting some candles and really setting a beautiful night of intention where I can dream and envision what I want my year ahead to look like. If you just want to focus on it being a new moon ceremony for this specific Sagittarius new moon that could just be what you intend for the next month. Um, a beautiful night of ritual. And yeah, there's so many different ways that you can do that. You can do some letting go as well. Usually the full moon is about letting go and the new moon is about intention setting and the beautiful different rituals you can do in an intention setting way. But yeah, so this is going to be a final final eclipse before we get into the next cycle. 
And the theme of this new moon is freedom. I mean, Sagittarius is the sign of movement. Um, they're the travel sign, you know, expanding borders and um, crossing into new territory and being a trailblazer. So what does this freedom mean for you individually and collectively? And how do you feel freedom in your daily life? And how can you cultivate it more and create it more? And it could just be the freedom of um, dreaming as big as you desire. You know, that freedom of following your heart's call and what your soul's soul came here to do. Um, freedom to rest and take this time to go inward and really move with the seasons where we're in this beautiful approaching winter season where it's about slowing down and resting and getting ourselves ready for the next seasons to come it's you know the great it's a great slumber time and having allowing that freedom to to choose that and to not feel bad about you know the time you take for rest or self-care or whatever it is that you want to cultivate the freedom to decide if you want to take you know a break from social media as i was talking about or um picking up a new hobby a new journey a new profession whatever that may be whatever your your own intuition is is telling you so there's so many different ways that we can experience freedom and exploration and travel and it doesn't have to be in the traditional ideas of what travel would be um yeah so and there's four signs that are really going to be feeling an, this amplification of energies in this portal and that's gemini sagittarius virgo and pisces so you will get a big surge of energy on this new moon eclipse it'll be a good one i will have a new moon in sagittarius meditation up for you all to do if you feel like tuning in to what is where is your next journey leading you to and really this cultivation of new energy new ideas um rising above what you want to co-create with the universe and going big and really saying this is what i want for my life this is what i want to experience and allowing yourself to to dream in that way so we have also a winter solstice coming up and the winter solstice is a really beautiful time and as i was sharing about my walk to in this small little town and how beautiful it was and how beautiful it was to see winter around me and especially surrounded by nature i think the more that we can find ways to go back into nature the more that we will really feel into our soul and our intuition and getting back to what's organic and what's of the earth and this grounded nature especially moving into this now eclipse season of uh the new one that's coming up which is the scorpio taurus and taurus is all about the earth I mean, we are on earth as much as I love to talk about being in the, you know, spiritual realms. We are on this earth and this earth is so beautiful. And 
Taurus is about the grounding and the connection to earth and how can we find ways to become more connected to the earth, more in tune with organic processes, using organic goods, eating organic foods, um, taking care of our planet, marveling at the beauty of it and wanting to protect it. I think those are such important themes. So this winter solstice, which is the shortest day of the year and the longest night. And it reminds us that even on the shortest day, there is light. Even on the shortest day, there is that light that still comes through. And that's such a beautiful reminder. So we're entering another portal, just like we did with the new moon, this portal of the winter solstice. And I'm really feeling into this time as preparation for everything that I want to experience and create for the summer season. And this is the cultivation of that portal. So a time to ritualize, a time to create magical moments and find beauty, a time to celebrate with the people that you love, and a time to step away from maybe technology and commune with nature. That's really coming up. That's a beautiful theme, especially for this winter solstice. It's a beautiful, we can do a beautiful ritual. And this idea that I have for the winter solstice is that on that day, to not use any artificial light. So get a bunch of lanterns, candles, put candles in jars, get the nice taper candles, um, try to use beeswax if you can. <laughs> Just light your home with candles. It'll feel really special. It'll feel really beautiful with this ritual. Um, you can create your own winter solstice altar or wreath or anything that really embodies this beautiful time and just yeah have an evening by candlelight and feel what that really feels like for a whole day we're so used to you know having the tv on or any of our normal lights on but to just have one day where you're honoring this day and this time and this portal of the winter solstice and having just candles everywhere, I think will be really magical. I'm definitely going to do that ritual. Um, some herbs and some other things that you can do that really embody the essence of the winter solstice that you can use in ritual, that you can use around the home, are balsam, fir, cloves, nutmeg, orange, frankincense, cinnamon, sandalwood, pine needles, spruce, and cedar. Anything woodsy, um, even like my Folk Romance Candle has a lot of those elements, or my Abundance Candle, the Topanga Moon Abundance Candle is orange and cinnamon, so it's beautiful, and especially if you want to intend for some abundance coming into the new year, <laughs> that would be a good one to be burning, but yeah, that would be um, some beautiful elements to add into your ritual night. Maybe you have a beautiful dinner with your friends and family by candlelight after you've cooked everything and have these elements around or use some of these elements like cinnamon or cloves or nutmeg in your cooking so everything that day becomes a ritual. A Yule fire spell. So this is something that you can do as well. This is another ritual. On the darkest night of the year, gather together Three dried leaves of holly 
and crush them together into powder. On a clean four inch by four inch piece of paper, write a single word in red ink that represents what quality you would like to be born within yourself along with the new year, the new Yule sun. Then you're going to sprinkle the holly powder into the center of the paper and then twist the whole thing closed with the holly powder inside. Then you're going to light a wick of a red candle and from this flame light the holly filled paper on fire. And as it burns, see your wish fulfilled. And then the spell is done. And this comes from one of my favorite websites, Mystic Mama. They have a ton of winter solstice rituals, but I wanted to share this one because I thought it was so cool. I'm definitely going to try this out. Because it's just a different take on burning of the paper because you're using this beautiful dried leaves of holly and making it into a powder. And I think that'll be really cool. Um, you can also make some amazing drinks that go along with the winter solstice, like an apple cider drink, and you can add nutmeg and orange and cloves and cinnamon, which all embody the essence of the ritual. Um, on Yule, we honor the goddess Mother Earth for giving bright birth, sorry, for giving birth to the sun once more. At Yule, the two God themes of death and rebirth coincide. So remember that we're honoring Mother Earth for giving birth to the sun once more on this winter solstice. So beautiful. Um, another thing I was reading is that in Croatia on the winter solstice throughout history to mark the beginning of the new year um, and welcome nature's springtime rebirth. Many ancient civilizations celebrated the solstice in a number of different feasts and fasts and fires. And one such folklore tradition is called kolendarenje, a term denoting kolende or winter solstice songs, a type of Christmas caroling widespread throughout the Balkans, especially um, in Croatia. So it's a big tradition there that they sing carols on this day to commemorate the winter solstice and getting into um, the Christmas season. So yeah, I would love to hear from you if you have any winter solstice rituals. Those are some. I'm definitely going to do the uh, the holly one and the candles and creating some beautiful yummy yule inspired foods and drinks and have a beautiful ritual night as well as doing something for the new moon because i think it's going to be a powerful portal that really sets a tone <clears throat> that really sets a tone for the new year and i'm really excited about that especially with this new theme of focusing on uh, or being really intentional with your energetics and that is something that I want to continue to bring into the new year is how can I be impeccable with my energy so not just impeccable with my word because words are powerful and potent but how can I be impeccable with my energy what energy do I want to take in what energy do I want to share and being an embodied version of all that I want to create going into this beautiful new year so 
I'll have some more podcast episodes before we end this year for sure. But I just wanted to come in, share some rituals of this time, the winter solstice, the new moon, and the beautiful energetics that I've been tapping into at this time. So I would love to hear from you. If you want to connect, you can always go to the website, topangamoon.com or email me, Anna at topangamoon.com. I also have, um, I still have candles for sale. I still have vintage for sale. I think they make amazing gifts for anyone who loves earthly-minded goods. So these are soy coconut candles with only essential oils, which is amazing, a cotton wick, and just they're beautiful, and they would make great gifts. They're ritual candles. And then I also have beautiful vintage clothing for sale, and you can find that all on the website. And yeah, that's everything. Um, Happy new moon. Happy winter solstice. I'm sure I'll tune in with you again soon, but I wanted to say that now. So yeah, I would love to hear from you and I hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you are.